there we are. <laughs> Hello, good morning. We are uh, welcome to Breakthrough Academy. You'll notice we're in a different place today. Mm-hmm. There were some issues at the church, so um, yeah. you may have uh, the screen just left us. Um, just over an hour ago, I got a message to say um, no internet, in, no internet at yeah. the ch- church building. Yeah, possibly, and so drive down, check it. No, there is no internet at the church. Grab some equipment, drive back, and... Um, but we're here. We're here. So, we're, we're so just, how about that? Yeah, it's good. Mm. We're, we're just working things out as we mm. go. As, as I said, I think the screen just left us and like, oh, we went live. So we were like, didn't say hello straight away. But we are glad to be here. Thank you, everyone, for joining. We are looking forward to a great morning. I mean, I was just praying before that even when things like this happen, it's like there must be something good. Uh, that we are going to get today. So um, when things like this, I'm just more excited to get, you know go harder, go go further, go deeper, um, you know, and, and we're just going to have a great time today in the Word with Amen. with uh, Pastor Peter's teaching, and um, we're just looking forward to it. So I think it's going to be great. That's yeah, and, and that's that's the thing. It's uh, how good that we can just keep moving mm. forward and get the word out. And to be honest. If this is your first time, you won't notice anything no. different because you'll think that's what you always do. And um, Jay, can we just test that I can switch to the iPad? Let's see how we go. We don't have a screen. Normally, we have our screen back for those who are regular with us. Um, so let's see how there we, we are. There oh, we go. There, there we, we go. go. So we do have our, 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 this won't be a screen behind, but we'll just be switching between the two. Good morning to Brooke and to the family. Good morning, Judah. Yeah, if you're yeah. joining us right now, comment below where you're joining us yeah. from. We are so grateful, um, mm. thankful for um, everyone that like so faithfully joins mm. us um, each week. Um, we, we love having our... We appreciate everyone. I, I don't That's want to it. say that. But we love having also our regular audience. Mm. And if it is your first time today, you are more than welcome to become and our And can regular. I suggest to the family who are watching this... Yeah. Um, if they know of anybody that normally regularly joins us in the building, yes. they might want to contact, contact them the- and say, come uh, come here instead. Yes. Yeah, so um, so we we appreciate you all joining us. So, and as I said, we often say this during uh, live during um, during live stream on Sundays, but you know, it has never been easier to bring someone along to church than this today. And why don't we take that same approach with Academy this morning? Yeah. You know, maybe there's someone that's on your heart. You're like, oh, they could really, you know, maybe there's someone who, you know, for them, they they're really they love teaching. They love they love to study. They're someone who maybe then maybe they're not even you know a Christian, but they you know they love to study. And something yeah. like this, a pure study about Jesus and who he is and the great things that he did while walking this earth, you know that would really appeal to them. So why don't you send a message right now? If it's on your phone, it's literally as easy as there's an arrow on the bottom of uh, whether you're on YouTube or Facebook. Click the arrow. Then you can either click to copy the link and send it in a message. You can click to share it to all your friends on Facebook. Whatever you want to do, you can do that today. You're literally Three clicks of a button away from inviting everyone you've ever known to Breakthrough Academy never, this morning. It's never been easier for people that don't know how to do these things. Yeah. It's never been easier to do that. I'm one right of them, now. so I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm one of them. So, let's um, let, let's launch into our study. We're, mm. we're, we've been studying mm. Jesus. Mm. Um, so, I'm going to leave Jay to, to switch between back and forth, and we'll do that. It might be dangerous, but... Yeah. <laughs> the... Um, We've been looking at the concept of Jesus in terms of um, a mosaic, you know, just looking at in, in yeah. every in, individual picture, looking at the stories of Jesus. And um, and in doing that, we also try and block out sometimes the things that are around. Mm. But I also want to just take time now to say, these are the circumstances mm. that are, were around Jesus that do filter into everything yeah, he does. Yeah, that's good. You know, because... 
Um, when, when you mm. say something, like, okay, for instance, someone mm. looking at me today would say, oh, he's just talking and it's mm. all normal. But they haven't seen in the context of the last hour. Yeah. Which has not been our normal hours. Been no. racing, throwing USBs in, trying to download files. They're laughing pulling mi- Yeah, pulling, pulling microphones off. You know, roofs, roofs and everything. And, Driving back and you know, and then oh, this is not working, and that, and then we're smiling. <laughs> hey, everybody, here we are. That's um, like the duck or something. Yeah, yeah, you can't. So you can't. You you, don't, you just see here, but you don't see the context that yeah, they've it. come from. And how often do you do that? You know, mm. I, I've heard some amazing sermons, from, and I've heard this preacher, and then I find out that the, the pressures and the challenges mm. he was under, and I thought, wow, you've you've just really you've nailed this. Not yeah. just because the sermon was great, but yeah, because in the context of what you were going through, yeah. you've been holding fast, and you, you've just mm. you've let the joy of the Lord come through. Yeah, and you've been you just I, I just love um, not just the fact that what you were doing was good, mm. but in the context of what you were doing. Mm. And um, and I also really enjoy reading autobiographies because sometimes you see a mm. ministry and you just see it in light of what you're experiencing mm. and receiving. Yeah. But sometimes you'd see that the background, yeah. what they had to do to That's get good. there, the tests and the trials, the, the challenges to their um, character mm. uh, or the development of their character at times when mm. you know, when they were young and, yeah. and, and they had to go through things and the failures that they've made and, and the way they've been able to, you know, get back and repent mm. and call, you know, all those things help me then to understand, oh, when I'm looking at that ministry, wow, there's so much more to it because mm. of the depth of where they've come from. Yeah. And um, sometimes you look at people and you think, oh, they're, you know, they're, They've that, been like that always. Yeah, they were pretty cool. Mm. Um, I'm just reading the autobiography of Rick Renner, a um, mm. great minister who's doing amazing work in, in Russia. Yeah. Um, and he's a very intellectual guy. Um, he's, his main ministry you know, approach is to take the Greek and to unpack the Greek. Mm. And he does it in an amazing way. Yeah. And I discovered that reading through his autobiography, one of the reasons was he went to study New Testament Greek, but it, for different reasons, he was sort of pushed by the Lord into mm. another course, which is not studying New Testament Greek, it's studying all the, the Greek that went before it, the hundreds mm. of years before it. Yeah. And what that did was, when he looks at a Greek word, he just doesn't even see it in the time frame of Jesus. He sees how it's the word started yeah. and how it developed and how it um, wow. morphed over time into the word that's in the New mm. Testament. So he's like this an amazing scholar. Yeah. Just his mind is brilliant. That's mm, it. You know, yeah. Otherwise, when he went to school, he was um, ridiculed by his teachers. He they, they didn't want to put him up. They mm. called him an idiot. They, they, they wow. literally named him like an idiot. He thought that was his title. He thought he was a, just a, a wow. loser and could not learn. Wow. And um, so I'm like, what? Nah, of course not. You know, you would have known straight away that that's not true because yeah. you're brilliant. Yeah. But he wasn't brilliant. He struggled. He couldn't learn. Mm. He had he had teachers that. Um, and then he had one teacher, and I thought, oh, this story is going to be how this teacher, you know, helped him blossom. Mm. This teacher that just says, oh, you know, you're, an, you know, right from the start. I thought it was going to be the blossoming, and it was it was the opposite. They they doubled down on his on the negative yeah. pronouncement over his, and they just basically said, you know, you're a waste in my class sort of mm. thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, I can't I can't marry the two. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I see this guy who I I actually think that's, intellectually is the he would I I imagine he would have been like a, a top. A plus D yeah. all the way through. Yeah. He was like he would have been able to his memory and his ability to to interpret information. And he's written books now, like um, he's written a series of books on the churches in Revelation, which are, are they're not mm. just sort of books 
on the Bible. They're historical books that researched mm. and they've got photographs and, yeah. and maps of the land and, and background mm. into all the, the leaders and the, and the area. And they're like really, you know, they're, they're like research um, mm. level mm. books. And that he was called an idiot. Wow, All right. that's and, amazing. Um, so sometimes you just think things just happen. So I want us to take that moment to say, okay, we're looking deep into Jesus, but now we want to take a, the other, the opposite view and just sort of see what was the bigger picture that filtered in and and was working behind the scenes in everything that he did. Yeah, good. it wasn't always obvious, but it was. There. Um, so, for instance. I want us to start by where Jesus came from and mm. how he got there. Awesome. Um, because, you know, so Jesus is there. And we've been following, you know, in his mm. sandals, you know, working from Galilee mm. and um, Jerusalem back to, you know, in between to Capernaum. Mm. Been getting a feel for that. But where did he come from? Well, we came from Nazareth. Oh, before that, yeah. Bethlehem. Oh, yeah. Where before that? Well, for us... Our story just goes to our parents. Yes. <laughs> you know, mm. at that moment, we, we say, well, I was born. Where mm. were you before you were born? Well, I was not. I was. I was a twinkle in my dad's eye. You know. Yeah. I, you know. I was. I was. Um, I was mm. someone's prayer from maybe a couple of generations ahead. But mm. I was. I was not. Hmm. All right. But if we look at the book of um, John, let's just look at how John sees him. And, and we've been studying. We've been using John as our sort of anchor point mm. um, because um, he had such a revelation of Jesus. He was close to Jesus, mm. and he had such an amazing view of what Jesus was mm. like. And so let's just go to John chapter 1, verse 1 to start with. Um, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being by Him. Mm. And apart from Him, nothing came into being that can't, can't, uh, has come into being. In, um, a little bit lower. Um, verse 10, He was in the world, and the world was made through Him. And the world did not know him. So he's, mm. he's immediately saying, hey, you know, he wasn't just a normal man. He was, um, mm. uh, he, he was the creator yeah. of, of all yeah. that we see. And he's walking amongst us. And you have this also, I think, let's see down um, verse 15. Mm. When Jesus is talking, and now this John he's talking about here is John the Baptist. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm push it just up above. <laughs> um, John, John the Baptist. Mm. Speaking. Um, now, we know when John was born because, um, let's go, it's in the book of Luke. And and it gives the story of, of, of and it's Bible school, so we'll just mm. take our time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is John the Baptist. Comment uh, below if you love the, that about Academy. The, uh, <laughs> you know, I love that it's like it truly is a Bible school that we get to go to, and it yeah, takes me back to when we used to run the actual Bible school on a Tuesday night. And actually, so many things about I've learned in Academy have come from these moments where we've just dived into one really specific thing, or you know, like yeah. really taking that time. So yeah. I always yeah. take your time with that stuff. I love it. What I want, yeah, because I what I mm. want you to do is not say, oh, Pastor Peter said this. Mm. I want you to say, the Word of God said this. Mm. Yeah, nice. Right? Yeah, nice. You know, I don't want you to say, Pastor Peter said John the Baptist was born before. You want, I want you to say, oh, the Bible says. Yeah, that's good. That's and good. Because that's my aim. Is that what yeah. I say is I'm I'm just you know I'm going to get really I'm going to get caught for plagiarism when I get to heaven. You know, yeah. Paul says you know I, that's what I want. Paul says you copied my stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. You, there was no you had no original thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be caught out. Oh mm. man, I, I didn't say anything original. I have I have a, a, a dream. I'll just share. This is a, an, I have an idea. 
that I would like to do, I'd like to take a letter to the, like the Philippians, maybe, or Galatians or something mm. like that, and so study it that I actually um, share it and preach it as if I'm standing in front of the Galatians and, and speaking to them. Yeah. Mm. And all I am literally doing is taking, not the word for, not reading it, not quoting it, but preaching it as if it's these are all my ideas yeah. and, and, I'm, and I'm saying them. Yeah. Mm. And because uh, I, I just want to get them so in my heart that they just come out as if they're my, if it's yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, that's I'm so cool. Reckon, maybe, maybe we can say, put up your hand if you want to be in that audience and we'll, Definitely. we'll work that yeah. together. Um, we, we, you know, you can be the Galatians and I can tell you, you foolish Galatians. <laughs> yeah, I'll look forward to that verse. You can, um, you can look at Jay when you say that. Yeah. Uh, Luke, anyway, Luke chapter one, it's the, it's John the Baptist. It's, he was prof, you know, he was, um, his, his mother and father couldn't have children. An angel comes, um, verse 24. And after these days, Elizabeth, his wife became pregnant mm. and she kept herself in seclusion for five months saying this is the way the lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked with favor upon me to take away my disgrace amongst men fine mm. and so and and we know that um um if he's when when he's born um yeah it goes let, let's just skip ahead chapter two verse mm. 60 these are long chapters <laughs> oh not chapter six verse six uh Oh no, sorry. It's chapter one. Chapter one is really long. Yeah, I was going to say is that eighty verses, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that is. That is. Didn't know where to break. No. <laughs> um, you know, what? I genuinely did not know that. No. <laughs> I suppose how long ever since I've. It, I was going to say since I've. All right. All right. Finally got there. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> and it came out on the eighth day that I came to circumcise a child, and they were going to call him Zacharias after his father. Sounds like a good idea. That's what they normally do. Mm. Um, and the word Zacharias means, uh, what do I need to, Zacharias, the word Zacharias means Yahweh remembers. Mm. That's the, mm. the, the essence of that word. And um, in, in effect, Yahweh remembers his covenant. Yeah. Now that can be a good thing. We think, oh, that's a wonderful word. Mm. But in um, when Bible good. times, the prophets, the prophets, the um, uh, the Old Testament prophets that we call them the major and minor prophets, but they're just prophets, mm. effectively some bit longer mm. than others. Yeah. That's, they were... They were prophets, and we think, oh, they were telling the future. Their, their, their main job was not to tell the future. Mm. Their main job was to uphold the covenant mm. over the people from God's perspective. Yeah. To speak to the people from behalf of the covenant. Normally, when they, they were going bad, they would say, return to God. You're, you have a covenant with God. Mm. Don't, don't go to yeah. idols. Don't do this. So the covenant would bring a reminder, but that reminder would be, in, would be a judgment. You have turned away. Yeah. So when it says... Um, call him Zacharias, God, Yahweh remembers. That's not necessarily a positive thing in terms of the people of Israel because it can be God remembers his covenant and you are not keeping it. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You have fallen from it. Come back to it. You know, Yahweh uh, remembers where, where you should be. <laughs> yeah, Yahweh remembers what the covenant yeah. is and what you're doing. So they say, call him Zacharias. That's the natural thing. And his mother answered and said, no, indeed, but he shall be called John. And they're like, what? <laughs> Um, and they said, you know, you go on. They said, you got no, you got no one called John. <laughs> and they made signs of his father and what he wanted to call him called. And he asked for a tablet. See, they had iPads. Yeah. Um, and he wrote as well, he wrote on his iPad, his name is John. They were all astonished. Okay. And so mm. that's John, John the Baptist. And he goes, John means Yahweh has graced. 
or mm. Yahweh is a gracious giver. Mm. Mm. So instead of Yahweh remembers the covenant, yeah. he says, no, 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 this guy is going to come and he's going to be a prophet. It's going to, and effectively, John was the last Old Testament prophet. Yeah. Mm. Right? You know, you have to see him as an Old Testament prophet because he was not in the new covenant. Yeah. He was the, he was the transition. And, and I think Jesus said at one stage, um, as great as John was, everybody who's in the kingdom is better than John because we, we're, yeah. we're in the kingdom now. Um, but John, the last Old Testament prophet, the one that was bringing in, mm. prepare ye the way of the Lord, he got a special name, which is Yahweh, a gracious giver. Mm. Um, as, as a message of grace. He said, mm. I'm prophesying and declaring and, and calling in God who is mm. going to bring grace. All right. That's John, mm. the, um, John the Baptist. Yeah. All right. And that's when so John, in the book of John, different John. Mm. All right. Um, we'll call him John the Apostle. Yeah, and John the Baptist. And John the Baptist. Baptist and Apostle. And Baptist and Apostle. Well, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's a few Jameses. There's a few Judes. There's another John. There's two. There's, there's three Judes in the Bible. You know, mm. um, um, Jude, uh, effectively all Judas. Three Judases. Mm. Um, yep. So, mm. Just been interrupted. Uh, yes, yeah, um, if you guys keep going, I'll jump on this. We. Um, the Judas. So, so there's multiple Judas so as well. Yeah. So, so, so we're having some, um, apparently the internet here is also struggling. So if you're watching live and you're catching bits and pieces, we are recording. So we'll, we'll be able to upload, upload, it, later. upload it later. And we'll, we'll do the full thing. And we, we're yeah. recording here. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, totally. We're recording. So you guys keep going. I'm just going to go check on this. And then we'll be back in one minute. All right. So the um, so in verse... Um, um, verse 24 it's been a long run up to what we're trying to get to but it's here John the Baptist we'll get there. after these days Elizabeth his wife became pregnant she kept herself in seclusion for five months alright that's important mm. five months five months alright so how, how how pregnant is um, Elizabeth uh, with John the Baptist Five months. Five months. So like nine months is the total. Yeah. Thing. So she's so oh, she's just over halfway. Just over halfway. At that point, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee, and to Mary, and so Mary becomes pregnant. Mm. All right, and then, so she um, she goes and visits visits Elizabeth. Hmm. So Mary arose and went with haste to the hill country of the city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth, and it came out when Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting. Verse 41, the baby leapt in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. So this baby now, five, six, seven months old. Yeah. Mary comes in, the baby's just new, newly in her womb. Yeah. But that, 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 the, the fact that Jesus is in her womb does something inside the very, Elizabeth. The very start of that, yeah. of that natural process. And, you know, already... Jumping yeah. within the womb. So so Mary's the presence of Jesus in Mary comes. That's boom, cool. And Elizabeth's there and, and the baby who is now, you know, five, six, seven months old, yeah. leaps. Yeah. You know, does a little somersault. Woohoo! <laughs> Alright. So why is that important? So when who is the older of the two? That's what I was gonna say. Um, John the Baptist or Jesus? Could be a trick question. No, it's not, it's not, no, it's not trick in terms John? of physical. Yeah, in terms physical? of physical birth. John, John, John the Baptist. Yeah, nice pickup. Yeah, I wasn't trying to trick you. John <laughs> the Baptist was at least say five, six months older than Jesus. Yes. yes. All right. So now we go back to um, 
the book of John, in verse 15, Jesus speaking, John the Baptist mm. bore witness of Jesus and cried out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has a higher rank than I, for he mm. existed before mm. me. Yeah. yeah. Now that's John the Baptist yeah. saying that I was born first mm. and he talks about someone who was born you know, six months later, he says he existed before me. Mm. Now, Josh, you're older than Jay. Yeah. And if you came to me and said, Jay existed before me, I'd say, no, you got your sums wrong. Mm. All right? No, 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 no. That's no, not no. quite right. Yes. That's not, that's not <laughs> yes. how it works. I, I know we're not talking twinkle in the eye or anything mm. like that. Yeah. We are talking yeah. he literally existed before you. Mm. Um, that is a reference to the fact that John recognized it um, John the Baptist recognized it. John the Apostle recognized it. Mm. They both recognized that when Jesus appeared on the earth, that was not when he came into existence. Yeah. That was when he That's just good. was given a physical body yeah. to yeah, walk okay. amongst us. That's good. He existed beforehand. And there's many references that John makes to that, um, that you know, where Jesus himself talks about it. I'm just going to see mm. if I can find one quickly, where Jesus um, was having quite a time with the... Um, the Pharisees, and it's in John chapter 8. And um, verse 56. Mm. He's having this big, Another big, big argument <laughs> with, yeah, big argument with the Pharisees, mm. and about. You know, they say, oh, we, we love God. And he says, if you love God, you'd love me. You'd love yeah. me. We love the word. If you love the word, you'd love me. We love Moses. If you love Moses, you, you know, <laughs> you know we're, we're disciples of Moses. But then Jesus says this, verse 56, your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. Mm. Mm. And the Jews said, um, you're not even 50 yet. <laughs> and you've seen Abraham? <laughs> because you're speaking as if you know you, you knew yeah. Abraham and mm. Jesus said uh, he did <laughs> uh, but truly I say to you before Abraham was born mm. I am not wow. even I was I, I am, am which mm. is the the, the 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 name of God given to himself the Yahweh mm. the, the, the I mm. am that I am yeah it's the most God name you can mm. have no no other no one else can have that name yeah mm. all right we can all have names that sort of you know like there's lots of names in God like El mm. Elijah and they you know, El God this or yeah or Joshua yes, yeah God, God is my salvation mm. you know we put God into it but no one is called I am yeah that is yeah God. and the Pharisees would have understood that well look at what they said they they picked up stones to throw it in um, but Jesus hid himself. <laughs> and they're like, what? And there's other points where they said him saying that made himself out to be God. Yeah. You know, they, they, they you can't say mm, that. That's a, you're, you're, so mm. Jesus is saying, oh, I knew Abraham. And Abraham <laughs> yeah. was happy to see me. You guys aren't happy to see me. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, so, so when mm. you have, um, we call them, I think they're called theophanies, um, God appearance in physical form mm. in the Old Testament, because, you know, there's times when, you know, um, that, that people would appear and, mm. and speak and things like that. Um, you know, that my understanding is that that's was Jesus walking yeah. and doing things mm. before he had his physical body as per you know born of Mary. Mm. He was active, yeah, mm. and they knew him, and they yeah. He wasn't he, just he wasn't just sitting waiting. He was just waiting for his, for his day. Yeah, do you, oh, do you, do you remember, be born now? Do you, do you remember when um, he went up in the mountain 
um, and he was transfigured and he was speaking, I think, to Elijah and Moses. Yeah. Uh, he's catching up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who are you? Do you remember when this happened, mm. when you did this? Yeah. And, you yeah. Know. yeah. You know, he's like, you know. It's personal. He, he, mm. they, 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 you know, so, um, so and, and I want us to mm. now look at one, one verse in chapter 17, mm. John 17. So I'm, we're building the picture. Jesus, John has been around. Jesus has been around. Yeah, G- Jesus. This is not mm. he, when he came into existence. Yeah, this is just when he came to earth. And when and what would that been like as a child mm. to suddenly get that awareness of your who you were? Yeah. Now it had to come by the Holy Spirit because mm. he actually left all his um, mm. you know, his his glory and his God powers yeah. behind and just became a man. He yeah. was he was God as man, mm. but he was not with all that power. Yeah. Um and and you know, he uh remember when they um they were going to the temple for the feast when he was um, about mm. twelve, I think it was twelve, and they all headed back and three days mm. later they realized he's not with anybody. <laughs> he's not here. And um, so they go back and they find him in the temple and they're all having this big deal. And he said, oh, you should have realized I'd be in my father's house. Yeah. There mm. was a recognition by that age. Yeah. He knew who he was. He, mm. he, he knew he had different connections. He recognized mm. what he was doing. So I don't know what age that began to come to him. Mm. But, you know, as a child, he was aware of it. As an adult, he was very aware of it and how the scriptures applied to yeah. him. Mm. He would often say, you know, this scripture spoke of me or as mm. it says in the scripture. So he saw himself as, you know, in light of all that. Yeah. Mm. And this is amazing. Um, in John chapter 17, Jesus is, it's called the, the high priestly mm. prayer in, in, um, in New, New American. And it's just the transition. He's not yet gone to the cross, but he's just about to go to the cross. And it's a transition prayer where he is now committing the church into their future. Mm. And um, the, the, this prayer bridges both sides of the cross almost. Yeah, awesome. Mm. You know I mean? it, it, it's sort of the pre-cross, but it's also post-cross because it's, it's the prayer that is, is merging the two mm. yeah. and bringing us over into the transition from one to the other. Um, so he says, I, I thank you, God, um, verse 1. The hour has come. Glorify your son, that the son may glorify you, um, even as you gave him, you know, me authority over all mankind. That to all whom you have given me, I may give eternal life, and this is eternal life, that we may know you, the only true God, and Jesus mm. Christ, me, whom you have sent. Mm. And look at this: I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work which you gave me to do. I've come here. I've done what mm. you called. It's given glory. Now glorify me together with yourself, Father, which with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, cool. Wow. Mm. <laughs> he goes, Lord, Lord, okay, it's time to come back into the glory that I had mm. before the world even existed. Yeah, must, that's cool. Been such an, uh, I don't know, like an odd or an interesting thing to go to, go through, to ha- know this, mm. yeah, and then to be this, yeah. and like. And we're going back. Yeah, you know what mm. I mean. It just, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, I, I, mm. you know, just stop, take some time, people, mm. and um, I feel like it is one, and thing, just meditate on that. If there's one thing I think this uh, series, even as we started, you know, obviously we started on Sundays and here yeah. in Academy, and we sort of did a bit of it at the end of last year, sort of thing on Jesus, that it's really um, shown me, is that it's like it's just giving me such a, a greater appreciation for mm. what you did. In salvation, where it's like, oh, yeah. you when like things like this it makes you realize all the glory he did have, 
and then like what you spoke about last week, like all like he really he was just a human who was like obviously it's packaged in a human, packaged in a human. Like yeah. he was like he came here, experienced our pains, experienced our you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, was, he gave it. He, he was asleep in the boat because he was tired. Exactly, he became he, hungry. He, was, he became all the, dependent. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. had to walk. He know? became what we have to deal with. Obviously, we're not with the sin, actor no. and sort of thing. But he still, he came and lived on this earth. But it's like, going from all that, it's like, oh, it makes, like, that, like, I think often we think the, um, like, when you think of salvation, you think the greatest sacrifice that was made was obviously the dying on the cross. Yes. Because he was like, I think this is made me realize Jesus' whole ministry on earth, how fantastic of a sacrifice that was, you know. Yeah, yeah, and exa- exactly. I'm reminded of that mm. song. Um, you might mm. know the title from Hillsong, which like I'll never know, um, how much it costs. That's to, it. to see my sins upon the mm. cross. And it's like you can get to a level of that, and it's like we can go deeper again. Yeah, yeah. We can yes. go further still. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you mm. get a revelation. And it's like, oh, mm. everything and, and, you and have you to go this. through. Yeah. So mm. there, there's we look at what Jesus is doing when he's facing these limitations. Yeah. And it's in the sense that he said. I was full of. I mean, we, me, mm. and, me and the Father, we shared the glory mm. before the world, mm. before I created the world. Now, yeah. you know, if you can go back and look at our, my sermon on Sunday, mm. uh, where I talked about the fact that you know we, I, you know, when I said oh God created, actually the, the scriptures are pretty clear that Jesus was the one doing the creating, mm. and so imagine Jesus speaking, light be Jesus mm. speaking, let there be, you know, um, animals, you know, and let there be stars, mm. and all those things. Uh, he was the one. And, and you know it, it's never oh Jesus did it not the other two the mm. the Godhead was yeah. doing mm. it yeah. God was creating um, God the Father was involved in that creation you get that from Revelation where Jesus is like yeah God you created mm. um, but Jesus was the actual one it says in the book of John and Colossians the book of Hebrews it talks about the fact that he was the one speaking and doing the act of creation mm. so um, so he, and he's this, this glorious and he's here and he's control. So now we I, I we must go to Philippians. Must we must we've got no choice. Um, because this is where it, mm. it both explains it in its fullness and mm. then gives us um, an understanding how we're to interpret it internally. Um, we'll start with this verse five. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who although he existed in the form of God. He did not regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped. He didn't mm. hang on to it. Mm. You know, when, when we, we say, for God so loved the world, John 3, 16, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, yeah. mm. his only unique, special son. It's like, mm. oh, yeah. No, 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 not oh, yeah. Jesus is like, okay, I'm leaving heaven mm. with this. I've got to leave with a mission, with a task. I'm leaving mm. to be sent to do this. You know, that was huge. Mm. God. And this is... If you try and explain Christianity, and we, we talked a bit about this on Sunday, you know, the Greeks just think it's foolishness. They think mm. it's just absolute yeah. rubbish. It doesn't mm. make any sense. And I get that because when I try and logically work this out, mm. would I think that God, the creator, mm. would actually come and limit himself to becoming a human? There's no way. Mm. Because mm. what that means is I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Why would a God do it? You know, what I mean? mm. um, you know, gods don't do that. You know, if my mind is popping... And the, the, the best part about this is, is I get to 
wash my attitudes and my thinking yeah. with the truth that God says, yes, I did. Yeah. I left heaven. Why? And First John covers this so much because I loved you. Because mm. my love for you. He, and he said, we're, we're your creation. Just do another creation. Do mm. just, yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just, I love that. He left heaven mm. and he humbled himself as a man yeah. because he loves you. Yeah. Like mm. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten. Mm. So yeah. Love was the motivation. He gave him himself. Yeah. And Jesus, because of his love for us, came. Mm. Jesus, for his he went to the cross. Jesus, you know, mm. it was just, just amazing. And um, so Philippians says, he exists in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself. That's the big key. He mm. emptied himself, poured it all out, mm. left it in heaven, taking the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of men mm. and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Mm. Not only just mm. lived on earth, but allowed himself to have the most shameful death that they could have at that time yeah. in order that the work of God might be done mm. through him. And therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Mm. The name of Jesus, every knee will, should mm. bow. Those in heaven, on earth, under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is mm. Lord to the glory of God the Father. So there's a, that, that, that's the, the restoration, yeah. and, and it's not just God restoring him, but everybody is going to come to the point of involuntary submission. Yeah. It's a submission where you are forced to bow your knees through the sheer mm. awesomeness of Jesus, and mm. some of you, you must acknowledge that. Now, we don't do that. We don't. Mm. I'm not waiting for that moment. That's a forced submission. Yeah. We choose to submit yeah. right now. We choose mm. to embrace Jesus. Awesome. So, um, to make that choice. Now, That's it. But remember what it says, have this attitude in yourselves. Mm. In other words, we are not just to look at that and go, oh, he is so awesome. Mm. <laughs> How yeah. cool is God? He's like, and mm. my expectation is that that same humility, mm. that same attitude would now work into you. That mm, you would put aside the things that are your privilege in order to actually minister and, and be more concerned with what others are going through than getting ahead. Yeah. And what happens if you do that? If you if you make that your attitude, God says, I will take care of you and I will lift you up yeah. at the appropriate time. In other words, mm. you don't have to try and make sure you're going to get, get up. He said, like, Jesus, just do what I called you to do. Think about others. Put their needs ahead of yours. And you do that. And he says, and at the appropriate time, mm. um, this is James 2, 3, says, humble yourself in the, mm. under the mighty hand of God. So you, might, you preach this. Yeah, you, you yeah. preach this. Okay. Um, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. And in the due time, he will lift you up. He will mm. exalt you. And that's the same here in this book, Philippians. It's the same mm. concept. You do that. God will take care of you. He will exalt you, mm. lift you up. But you... Um, you, your job is you've got to take the attitude of Jesus. You can't be trying to get the up. You've mm. just got to try and, and think of others. And, and that's, mm. that's the attitude of Jesus. So it, it's not just a case of that's what Jesus did. Oh, isn't he awesome? It's like, yeah, but now we're meant to become sons of mm. him and to represent and reflect that in our own walk, mm. in our own life. But that's the first thing I want to say to you is that, uh, oh, it's good. Judith is saying their reception is perfect. Mm. Um, oh, she is watching through YouTube as YouTube. well. Yeah, All right. which um, is just more stable than Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Generally, we find people who watch through YouTube have less trouble than mm. people watching through Facebook. Sorry, Facebook, don't listen to those words and cut us off. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we think you're listening, but I think you're really good. <laughs> just love we Facebook. Love Facebook's great. <laughs> but not that I don't love YouTube. Um, YouTube. YouTube is great. <laughs> 
Anyway, we just trust that God will lift us up. Mm. Um, that, that's the first point I want to make is that when Jesus, everything that happened in Jesus' life yeah. was through the context. He knew where he'd come from mm. and he, he, it left heaven to be mm. here. Mm. So it's like oh, when people treated him badly, when people mis, um, mm. mislabeled his, his intentions mm. as, and put nasty thoughts on him, he said, like, I left heaven to be here. Yeah. And I don't have to put up with this. You know, yeah, I don't yeah. have to put up with this. I don't yeah. have to put up with this. He put up with it. Mm. It was just amazing. Mm. And so I think that's the first, I, I call on the bookends. The first bookend is on the left is where mm. he came from, mm. where he came from. And then you have the other bookend, mm. which is where he was going. Mm. He did everything knowing that he was going to go to the cross. Mm. He was going to be beaten and whipped crown of thorns pushed on his head then he was going to hang on a cross and not just the physical suffering but he was going to be separated from God as, yeah. he, as he by faith he effectively embraced and became our sin mm. he um, um, let, let's 2nd Corinthians I, I remember you like preaching so powerfully like just a, a concept it's um, mm. there came a, a, a moment or a point on the cross where and, and like this is mm. what you said at the end of one of your messages um, last year it's like this is it, God. If you don't, yeah. if you don't catch That's me, it. I'm done. That's yeah. it. Like, and so he put everything, mm. <laughs> you know, on the line. <laughs> I, I love that for, uh, for I, us. I think that's so cool. It's such an awesome, such an amazing concept. Where it's like, I, I think that's another thing that I've really been helped with, you know, since learning about Jesus and like that, that realization, as you said, that Jesus, he became man, you know, and he did these things, and it's like, um. Because it talks about like um for like for the joy set before him yeah, sort of thing yeah. like he like what he what he did and everything so like it, like we know that he had that he knew what was to come yeah. sort of thing like we know that when he walked this earth he knew what the um result would be sort of thing mm. but also like I find it so cool that it's like he knew what was coming you know he knew yeah. that he what what the result would have to be but I love that it's like he didn't know because. It's like because he was God, he knew because he trusted the Holy Spirit. So yeah, it's like yeah. that that realization is like when he died on the cross and he knew that he would like God would save him. It's like he wasn't doing that out of the knowledge of like I've planned this all out, God, I'm gonna yeah. defend myself. It's like no. He went to the cross. It like not with not in terms of like don't I'm not saying we could take the sin, but it's like the same way we could head to a cross. Yes. It'd be with that same mentality of like, I'm gonna die on this cross, but I'm gonna trust God to save me and it's like he did that out of that just wholehearted trust in the father yeah. and wholehearted being at one with the holy with the spirit sort of thing and it's like i know with me like the last few weeks i've really challenged myself so many times like nope god did those things not because he was god he did those because of how much he trusted the holy spirit as he walked yeah on the earth and stuff so it's like i've been like pushing myself in areas where i'm like no i'm just going to do things that i want to do but like it, it totally has flipped my mindset of what is actually possible to do yeah. On earth, when we just trust the Holy Spirit. It's like, yeah, no, it's good. God intends for us to do these sort of things and have yeah. the, the trust Jesus had in what the Spirit said. If, mm. if the Holy Spirit said something would happen, he just, he did. Like, he he went to the cross because he knew yeah. the Spirit, he knew through the Spirit that the Father had said he would raise him from the dead. So he, he went, he had no control of, but he just so trusted the Father yeah. and was so in tune with the Spirit. It's like, that's how God wants us to live our lives, just be like, if God says to yeah. do something, I'm just going to do it because I'm so, I want to be so in tune with the Spirit and so trusting in the Father that it's just yes. like, I do things that 
aren't possible for me, yeah, but yeah, I know God's, he, they're possible through the Spirit sort of thing, you know? Exactly. It, Jesus becomes an example, not just of the way to live. Like, oh, he mm. was holy and he was good and he did miracles. Mm. Often we say, I want to do the miracles part mm. and all the rest. Mm. But he was actually a, an example of someone who trusted in God. Mm. Yeah. So, well, but he was God, mm. but he trusted in God. Because he, look, well, he, he wasn't, let, he, left, he left that to let, be let, here. Let's take time, let's do a scripture run. We yeah, let's do it. Let, let's not take a lot of time on each scripture, but let's do a scripture run. First of all, I just want to point out, Second uh, Corinthians five twenty one. Trying to get up. Wait, there. I can. Move. I can just get up there. He made him who knew no who knew no sin sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Mm. Jesus knew that He was coming to be hung on the cross, mm. and that He would become sin, that that would become a separation yeah. from God mm. through that, um, and He would the propitiation mm. of our sins. First uh, John chapter two. Talks about Jesus became the propitiation, that the satisfaction of the punishment and the, and the mm. anger of God was he was a he was a satisfactory hmm. sacrifice. Mm. You know, he, he satisfied mm. the the wrath of God against our sin, and he became so. Instead of you know Zachariah, you know, he mm. God remembers it. it's like no God is merciful. Mm. That's what John the Baptist was preaching. And um, so let's just let's just pick up this point when Jesus was going to the cross. Mm. What was his attitude? So. Um, I'm gonna. We'll do a, a, a scripture run. Acts chapter mm. two, verse uh, twenty-four. Mm. Okay, verse twenty-three says, "This was according to the plan of God that you mm. nailed him to the cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death." Verse twenty-four, and God raised him up again. Mm-hmm. God raised him up. Yeah. Yes. Chapter three, verse fifteen. But um, put to death the prince of life, the one whom God raised from the dead. Mm. Um, verse twenty-six of chapter three. But you first, God raised, God raised up His servant, and sent him to bless you. Um, let's go to chapter four, verse ten. Let it be known to you all by the, and to all the people of Israel that you, by the name of Jesus Christ Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God mm, right. raised from the dead. I don't know if anyone can pick up a I'm seeing a little theme here. Little theme. Chapter five, raised verse from 30. the dead. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you mm. put to death. Uh, chapter ten, verse forty. Verse forty. That sounds like an ending verse. Am I ready? No, we're good. God <laughs> raised him up on the third day. Mm. All right. Chapter 13. Verse 30. That's not chapter 13. That's chapter 11. Verse 30. Um, but God raised him from mm. the dead. Um Almost like God's not dead. Um, and <laughs> make a movie it's, it's about it. One long passage. I won't read the whole passage. Um, for but he whom God raised did not undergo decay. Again, mm. God raised. Mm. Chapter seventeen, verse thirty-one. Okay, I'm not going to give any prizes for someone who's picked a pattern here. <laughs> because he has fixed a day in through which he will judge the world in righteousness through a man whom he has appointed, having furnished proof to all men by raising him. From the dead. Um, and I've got another couple. 
Let's go back mm. to chapter 13 for a moment. I sort of skipped some verses there. Mm. 31, 30 to 37. Mm. God raised him from the dead. And we went down to verse 37. It says, you know, God raised him from the dead. Mm. Um, this, 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 is refer- referencing, um, this is referencing Psalms, mm. which were picked up and said, that's not just talking to David, that's talking to Jesus the son of David, the, mm. the, the Messiah. Yeah. This is Father talking to Jesus. Jesus took prophecies about himself very seriously. Yes. Mm. He talked about, hey, this is what God has said about me. This is so mm. there. Those scriptures, those promises, because remember, um, Rhema, no Rhema from God, no word spoken from God was without the power for its fulfillment. Yep. So if God mm. spoke something, by Jesus was able to mm. feed on. Jesus mm. said. Um, when when the devil tempted, he said, "Man doesn't live by bread, yeah. but I, you know, but I live by the words that God has spoken." Mm. Yeah, my, that's, that's, that's where I get my mm. life from. That's where I get my mm. that's where I get my feeding from. So these scriptures actually became his feeding, mm. and verse sustained, um, sustained him. Yeah. So verse thirty three says that God has fulfilled this promise to our children, is that He raised up Jesus, as it is also written in the second psalm. You are my son, today I have begotten you. Mm. So the, the fulfillment that he will raise up Jesus was seen in these words. Mm. In verse 34, I will wow. give you the holy and sure blessing of David. And verse 35, you will not allow your holy one to undergo decay. Mm. You will not allow him to stay in the grave. Wow. Yeah. So Jesus had a promise yeah. to cover oh, wow. what happens after he went yeah, that's good. to decay. All that's, right. That's good. So he said, no, 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 I'm not going to be in the tomb like a normal person. Mm. Why? Because I know what the scripture says. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Wow. And I, I know what the scripture, I, you know, I, I was Brother Copeland um, who first pointed out, he said, you know, he believes that um, this, you know, so one of the things underlocked my thinking was when, how did Jesus become sin? You can't just choose to do something, but you can believe something. And how can you believe something? You've got the scriptures and Isaiah 53 okay. says he became our sin. Yeah. So Jesus simply believed what God had said about him mm. to unlock that process in his life. Wow. It's the same for us receiving righteousness. Mm. Yes, exactly. And we it. use exactly the same. Why do we do it? Because it has been said. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what's good. been said, those words become yeah. now our life. Mm. So how did Jesus get raised from the dead? Well, he trusted in these very words that mm. had been spoken. They became his lifeblood. Wow. They became that's what so he good. was able to do. So let's now look at one more scripture. Luke twenty three forty six. In light of all this, Luke 23:46, and Jesus, crying out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Yeah, that's good. This is it! <laughs> that's it. I, I am, I'm just totally in your hands. Mm. Because he's di- he's died as a sinner. Yeah. Mm. But that but by being obedient, yeah. He, that the obedience he did through dying as a sinner enabled God to raise him from the dead mm. because of because he died. He embraced sin even though he had not sinned. Yeah. All right. The one who I, knew no sin. Yeah. I, I can't do that because my sin is my sin. But <laughs> um, by him becoming a sinner even though he had done no sin, he fulfilled the word of the Lord, which yeah. enabled God to 
raise him up again. Do you remember? Uh, wait, wait, um, I'm trying to think where the scripture is. We'll just let's look at this one for a second. Um, Into your hands I commit my spirit. Um, and we're just interested there. Mm. This is you know scripture without notice. Mm. Uh, it's in capital letters. Um, capital letters normally means that they, they believe it's a quotation from mm. the Old Testament. And um, mm. so I was just having a look to see where it is from. So it's from Psalm 31.5. So we might have put this. Let's try it out. 31.5. Mm. Um, Into your hand I commit my spirit. All right. So it's just a quotation from within a psalm. Um, so they say, you know, Jesus is so full of the word of God. When he says something, he even says it out mm. of that. Now, I haven't looked into that in terms mm. of the, the relevant, rel you know, maybe you can do that. You can enjoy mm. that. Um, but he was, I commit my spirit. I'm, I'm, God's going to raise me. That's what you promised. Now I am just rolling myself into mm. your. Yeah. Um, do you remember Matthew? Um when G Peter had that amazing revelation and um, you know, like, I'm just so awesome. Um, Matthew 16. Verse 16. Mm. Highlight, highlight of Peter's life. Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Because everyone else, we're not sure who you are. He said, Blessed are you, Simon Bunchonan, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father is in heaven. And I also say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock, play mm. on words, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not overpower it. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. You know, and, and you mm. know, there's thoughts, not just Peter, but that revelation, that the thing that he said is upon what God can then build, and it's amazing. Then from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples, he must go to Jerusalem, suffer many things from the elders and chiefs and priests and, and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. <laughs> Fresh from his mm. new elevator position yeah. as the <laughs> seer of all things, <laughs> not, not, knowledge of all truth, the Holy Spirit. Guys, you just have ideas for the Holy Spirit shows me mm. things. Mm. Okay. I see my business card, Holy Spirit, you know, wisdom, <laughs> grace, knowledge. And, oh. and Jesus starts saying, and he's like, he's the Messiah. He's going to, mm. we're going to overthrow the Romans. Kingdom coming. Didn't, yeah. you, hear, didn't you just hear what he said about mm. me? He said, we're going to build a kingdom and, oh, it's going to be amazing. Mm. And Jesus talking about going to Jerusalem and going to get killed. And he's like, <laughs> no, no, no. Someone has to put this, <laughs> someone has to. Someone has to put this man right. Yeah. Jesus is not in his right mind. Mm. Peter took him aside, began to rebuke him, said, God forbid it, Lord. This shall never happen to you. All right, now, switch this around. Because mm. Jesus' response, I always felt, was pretty strong. Mm. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan! He went, Whoa, he went ballistic. He I went mean, straight to the top. Yeah, you know... You, Peter's a voice of the Holy Spirit. Now he's a voice for Satan. <laughs> Quite a day. Quite a day. Um, I always thought, wow, that's really, that's pretty harsh. I've never actually looked someone who's a close follower. Because Peter went on to, you know, mm. still be an apostle. This was not a Pharisee. No. This is not someone. No. Peter went on to, you know, be close to Jesus and 
wrote letters and yeah, he, mm. he was a good guy. Do you know yeah, say for the rock of the church. You yeah, know? he just had a great river. Jesus said, "Get thee behind me, Satan." He was like, "Whoa, that's." Until I realized he, I always looked at Peter. This is, and I think this is what Peter heard. Go to Jerusalem. I'm going to get killed. No, 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 no. Mm. That's not going to happen. Have you ever heard something and not actually heard it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because look what Jesus actually said. And then cut in halfway through. <laughs> um, verse 21. I'm going to suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed mm. and be raised up on the third day. And mm. be raised up. I'm yeah. I'm going to be raised up. That is a really important factor, Jesus. Yeah. Mm. He is already, you know, I'm just using the license here. He's already quoting Psalms. He's saying, my father will not allow me to go undergo decay. Yeah. Mm. He's already putting his faith out yeah. that when he dies, because he knows he's going to die. Mm. He's seen, he says, I've seen Isaiah. I've seen all that. I know I'm going to die. But I also know what it says in Psalms that I will not mm. be left there. My father has promised to raise me up mm. and he will raise me up on the third day. Mm. I'm not going to just die and lay in that tomb. Mm. He will raise me up. And Peter say, God forbid it will never happen. Mm. How dare you? That's not just a word mm. of man. That's the devil himself. Not just trying to stop me from dying, but trying to undermine yeah. th this whole concept. I'm going to be raised up. Mm. He said, no. Get me yeah, that's good. Satan. Satan. That's, I, I'm not just going to die. I'm going to be raised. And I am not going to mm. even get a sniff of that. And, yeah. you're, and you're not going to do that. So mm. that whole concept of being raised was, I think, really front and center. When so Jesus is on the cross, into your spirit, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Mm. I, I just throw myself into you, and now I trust you that after the third day, I'm mm. being raised. And who raised him from the dead? About 27 scriptures in the book of Acts. God raised him. God, God, raised, him. God mm. raised him. God raised him. God raised him. That's good. God raised him. God raised him. He did it. Mm. He did it. We can trust God, and Jesus trusted God. Yeah. Mm. So that's the um, that's the other bookend. Mm. Jesus. Um, left heaven what a great example yeah. jesus trusted god through the work on the cross great mm. example for us yeah. jesus trusted god to be raised from the dead we mm. trust god to walk yeah. in our resurrection life and power mm. we just trust god that he'll do it those two things whenever you look at a situation that jesus was facing mm. even though we might just be dealing with an issue of talking to someone or healing someone or giving a, mm. a, um, a teaching to the disciples or a, a rebuke to the pharisees mm. whatever he was doing was in that context of this is what he has left and this is where he's going mm. and this is what he's going to mm. have to suffer and do. So he, he looked through those filters all the time. Even though we couldn't see them and even though they wouldn't be obvious, they were there. Mm. It was just a, an undercurrent that, that, that meant... And so and I was also thinking, what are some of the other undercurrents mm. that were sort of always there? Um, you know, so leaving heaven, knowing he was going to die and suffer... Um, you know, let's just look at a couple of scriptures like this to show that he was thinking about these things. All right, Luke chapter 9, mm. um, 22. So this is sort of early in his ministry, Luke 9. Yeah. Okay. Saying, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised up on the third day. Mm. So he said, this is, this is what I'm going to do. <clears throat> Um, chapter 13, verse 33. Uh, what have you done? 
There we are. Nevertheless, I must journey on today and tomorrow and the next day, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish outside Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He's, I'm, I must head it. Mm. This is where it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. 1725. Mm. But first you must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Mm. Um, and then Matthew, as we saw. That's good. Mm. So it, it was not just something he hadn't given thought about. He was talking. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he knew. He was focused on it. He was mm. heading towards it. Um, so mm. there, there's a sense where that was an undercurrent. Another undercurrent um, that, um, how would you like to have this undercurrent constantly working with you? Mm. John chapter six, verses 70 to 71. Um, Jesus answered, did I myself not choose you the 12 and yet one of you is a devil? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing. A now, yeah, now he meant Judas, the son of Simon, Simon Iscariot, because there's multiple Judas, Simon Iscariot. For he, one of the twelve, was going to betray him. Jesus knew it, mm. had chosen him, understood mm. it was going to happen, was working with him. Yeah. Three years. Yep. You've got your betrayer next to you. Next to you. Yeah. <laughs> what an undercurrent. <laughs> Also the one that was handling the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's yeah. the money going? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that would be like. Yeah. I honestly don't know how... It'd be, it'd be it, a little it, bit unnerving. You know? Yeah. You know, this the whole three... So this got this undercurrent, everything you do, I'm going to say, the guy who's listening third from the right behind you, he's going to betray me. Mm. He's going to betray me. Um. To be honest, if that was in my situation, I'd you know get him out. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep him in my inner yeah, circle. But he knew. He knew he had to. Though. Yeah, that was part of what he had. He, this was something unique to that Jesus had to walk that through. I know there are people that have walked with people that eventually betrayed them, but you didn't know they were going to betray no, yeah, you the whole time. No. You know, like you've yeah. had people that have betrayed you after ten years, and you go, ah, oh, you've been working behind my back, you know, diddling the books the whole time. I had no shock idea. To him. Yeah, no. I had, this is Jesus knew. Mm. Right from the start. So that, I think, is a unique situation that he must work with. Um, he said, you've given me everyone. I'm going to keep them all. Except, you know, and you see it in John um, 17, in that high priestly prayer. Um, um, you know, those people that you've, you gave to me, I've kept to them. Um, while I was with them, I was keeping them in your name, which you gave me, and I've guarded them, and not one of them perished, oh, but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. I kept them all, except yes. except one. I couldn't keep him, because mm. he was always... You know, Destined. He, 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 would, he had already had... It was, this was rooted deep in his heart. It was always there, mm. and it's just going to eventually come out, but I couldn't... That wasn't my... Under. So, mm. you know, right from the start, he said, I, I kept them all. Mm. I, I couldn't do that. Mm. Um... I just don't know what that would be like to um, work with. But, hey, most time we don't even think about that because it's just not evident. Mm. Except for a word here, a word there. Most times, mm. it, we just sort of think he just, well, he was fine. I also, yeah. I also think like um, something that you've said before, Pastor, mm. where you know everything that Jesus did, he did knowing that he would die on the cross for them. Yeah, mm. And so he did it. Because he loved them, you know, even when he drove them from the temple, even mm. when he spoke in a way of the Pharisees. Mm. But he did it ultimately because he loved them and because he was going to the cross for them. And so I just had a thought that, like, 
he's going to betray me, but I still love him. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Cool. Yeah, it's it's just that's cool. Just an awesome, I never thought. Yeah, just mm. even the people accusing me, I love you. Yeah, mm. I'm here. I'm. How can we know he loved us? He was here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't love you, I <laughs> wouldn't be here. So it was all right. Not even just going to the cross, but the fact that he was here was mm. already a demonstration. I love you guys enough to be here. Yeah. And I love you enough to actually put, you know, action to this. And I love you enough that there will be further the greatest action, the great, you know, putting myself under the cross. Mm. So yeah, just an amazing thing. Here's another one that um, he constantly worked under. Um, so, you know, came about on another Sabbath that he entered the synagogue and was teaching. There was a man there whose right hand was withered and the scribes and the Pharisees were watching him closely. Oh, how good. They want to, they want to learn from him. Mm. I, I, I love people when they watch me closely in mm. order to learn and to grow. They, they just want to be mentored. They were watch watching it, him watching, closely watching in order to, to see that if they he might... healed on the Sabbath in order that... that they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew what they were thinking. Mm. He said to the man with the withered hand, Oh, rise up and come forward. And he rose and came forward. And he said, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? You know, <laughs> stir the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and after looking around at them, he said, stretch out your mm. hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they themselves were filled with rage. You know why that, that was so mad? Because he never did anything. Speaking is not... Anti-Sabbath. No. But he didn't raise his yeah. hand. Well, he, he, yeah, he, he didn't touch him. He yeah. didn't lay hands on him. He didn't do anything. He just said, raise up. He told the man to do something. But Jesus himself didn't mm. do it. They were furious. Because <laughs> 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 if he had laid hands on him or picked him up or it, told him to do something. Yeah. Or if then, he'd done something in doing it. Like a work. Yeah, if mm. he'd done some sort of work, nailed him. He just spoke. <laughs> How infuriating. <laughs> he healed people just with his words mm. on the Sabbath. But he knew, and because he knew what we were up about, because he's having this big discussion, discussion about mm. what's good in the Sabbath and things like that. Um, and discussed together what they might do to Jesus. Okay, how, how can we catch him? Mm. How can, mm. But they were constantly watching, waiting for one slip up that they could then make mm. their reason for accusing him. Yeah. What an audience mm. to have around you. And Jesus knew what was in their heart. They yeah. were, this was this was like, he's aware. So whenever he's preaching and there's a group there, he's aware that they are focused on one thing. Any slip up. Yeah. Any slip up. I just, you know, like, we, we sort of do have that um, in the world today. People watch the internet. <laughs> <laughs> watching for a slipper. Ah! Mm. Did you notice what he did? And mm. I, I think that's a little bit of the Pharisees' attitude. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I listen. I'm not a fan of some people. You know, on, on um, and sometimes people will, will take you know a speech that they're doing and they'll clip a little bit. And yeah. Make, make them look really foolish. A soundbite. Mm. Yeah, and they make them like you know the, an idiot. And I'm, I'm always like, oh, hang on a sec. Just out of fairness, can I just find the full the context? Yeah. And I look at the context and I say, oh, no, you, you've, you've really twisted that to, to mm. get the very worst out. And by itself, it looks really, really bad. Mm. But you haven't said, you haven't seen them correct it in the next sentence. Or yeah. you know, like you, Some people say, um, you, know, you know, I've lived in Melbourne for 50 years. Oh, sorry, 30 years. And I'll say, I've lived in Melbourne 50 years. Stop. Fact check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. He's a liar. He's a liar because he said 50. Now nothing and, he says is credible. Yeah, <laughs> and so here there's another example of his lies. Yeah. Mm. All right, and I was like, well, no, that's just really 
Mm. You know, just trying to. And so sometimes the people that I, I, I know they're catching, I don't I don't like and I don't agree with. Mm. But I'm not going to get in that spirit. Yeah, yeah, I, not, that's good. That's just that's just that's a little bit like this trying to catch mm. them out. Yeah. Um. So you know, one one just a comment on that. Um, there was a group, people in the Bible called the Bereans, mm. and um, Paul went to them, and it says they they actually took. Everything that Jesus said. Well, actually, let's just find it because we're in Bible school. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jesus went um, Acts seventeen ten. I think this is because I, I just want you. Let's not. Let's be like Jesus, not like the Pharisees. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Acts seventeen ten. And people sometimes think oh, I'm just being like the Bereans. And the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea because Paul was being attacked mm. by the Pharisees. And when they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. Now, these were more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica. You know, the, the Thessalonians drove them out because mm. they wouldn't receive it. For they received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. Mm. Now, I, I've actually received newsletters in the past from people who say, you know, we, we, we are like the Berean ministry, and we are checking everything against the word. And you think, well, that sounds exactly what they did. Yeah. Okay. And they, they, you know, and they found that this preacher, well, he preaches heresy, and this preacher, he preaches mm-hmm. heresy, and this preacher, well, he's just so off track. And they, mm-hmm. they would attack the ministers. You know, I don't get those newsletters anymore. Thank you. I just, <laughs> I don't think I need that um, because that's actually not the Berean ministry. Yeah, it does not say they went to the scriptures daily to see whether there was any mistakes. Yeah. in what he was preaching. Mm. It good. says they went to the scriptures to find out if there was any truth. In what he was preaching. And with, with great eagerness. Mm, with know? great eagerness. They wanted to find out, mm. is this true? Yeah. Not, is there a mistake? Because you can use one scripture to counteract what someone says and make it like it's an error. Mm. But what my... Um, okay, let me give you an example. Let, let's say I hear a preacher say, um, and he uses say the book of Isaiah, say, I have created you, I have formed you out of the womb. Okay, and it's like, oh, God, God talks. That shows that God is the creator of all the world. Da, mm. da, da, da. Well, in context, mm. he's actually talking to the nation of Israel. He has mm. formed Israel and created them as a nation. Mm. It's not a, it's not a blanket statement that says he's created the whole world. Mm. And he's no. talking to the people. He's actually saying, as a nation, I, I took you out as a not a nation. I made you a nation. I, mm. I brought you forth. In the context, that's what he's speaking. Yeah. So I could pull that preacher apart and say, you've misused mm. that scripture. That's not what it says. But what the aim is to say, hey, is it true what he is saying? Mm. Well, I can find other scriptures that would be better scriptures that do support what he's mm. saying. Mm-hmm. So I go and look for those scriptures. I try and find scriptures that actually support what he's mm. saying. Mm. Rather than say, oh, that's not what it says there. I say, well, hang on a sec. Maybe he's mm. just got a good got a good concept mm. he's just used the wrong reference mm. can i go to other scriptures that do say that yeah, and are good. in the right context yeah so my aim is when i hear something that i don't agree with i i say can i find scriptural justification for it by going wider and you know, i say okay that's not very good um you know hermit hermeneutics you know he hasn't really divided the word mm. well i say well my gifting is you know i understand mm. and i love bible teaching well let's use it to try and find that truth yeah because mm. i could easily find it to use it as a stick to bang him on the head yeah and say, what a, what a, you know that's that's not true but i say, okay he, he's he's sort of narrowed he's picked a scripture it's the wrong scripture mm. but 
I'm going to use my skills and my giftings and what God's That's good. I'm going to go and look for the Word of God to find justification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? If you look at that and if you look at that scripture, yeah, there, there is a case to be made for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe sometimes they say things, it's not a strong case, mm-hmm. but there's a case for it. I try and find truth yeah. as opposed to pull down. And you, you appreciate the, the heart yeah. of what it was trying now, to do. That, that, that means sometimes, hey, you do look, uh, what that person is saying actually is wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there is some, you know, there is... We have to be discerning. We have to actually, you know, Book of Revelation says um, Church at Ephesus was praised because they worked out when people were false. Mm. And they were saying things that were false. You know, there, there, there is times, no, that is not correct. And I'm not, I can't find justification mm. for that. You know, and, and I've, I've heard people, you know, you mm. say Jesus said, you know, no, no, that's actually, you're, you are putting words mm. in his mouth. That is not who Jesus is. That's not mm. what Jesus does. And um, you are actually, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm nailing you, deceiver. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's that's wrong. You know, G- Jesus, Jesus, you know, um, was just one of many that came into the world. You know, there's a whole lot of other, you know, uh, others. You know, there's Baha'i who was the latest version. No, mm. no, no, no. That's false. Mm, I yeah. can, I can show. Yeah. You. So it doesn't mean you find truth for everything. No. But it does mean that when someone don't go my, seeking out. No, false. but my attitude is to find truth. Yeah. Mm. But if I can't find the truth, then you get mm. then called That's out. That's good. All right. So, but Jesus lived. That was sort of a bit of a sidetrack. But Jesus lived under that pressure of people. Yeah. Just <laughs> trying to catch him out. And I think, you look at the number of times Jesus did things on a Sabbath. And the Pharisees actually said, there's six days of the week you can heal people. <laughs> six days of the week you can heal people. What an attitude. One. What an mm. attitude. You know? Yeah, yeah. you know, this guy, his hand healed. And he's like, oh, he's so annoyed because he only spoke and he didn't mm. do anything. And on the Sabbath, we know. You know? And it's just, it's just so ridiculous. Mm. Um, six days he got, but Jesus seemed to actually, yeah, he actually seemed to delight to doing things mm. on the Sabbath. Or sometimes I think it was just the ones on the Sabbath that made it in the scripture because they made such a fuss about such it. A fuss. Mm. Um, do you remember this story? You know, there's a healing where it says Jesus spat in the ground, made some clay and mm. smeared it on a blind man's eyes. And mm. mm. um, that's from the book of John. Just have a look. Let's have a look at that. Um, Do a Google search if you want. Mm. Um, John. Mm. Nine, chapter nine, verse six, maybe? Yeah, but, uh, mm. verse 11, yeah, that's it. Yeah, verse six is where it. Yep, mm. that's it. Um, all right, let's hold it in. Mm. John nine. As he passed, he saw a blind man from birth. Um, John doesn't mention many miracles. Mm. I was actually talking to the family about this earlier in the week. And we said, yeah, how many many miracles are there referred to in the book of John? Because the book of Mark, I actually didn't, I thought I should go back and do this. I haven't done it. And in the first chapter of Mark, there's about half a dozen. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. You know, book of Mark, we we spent ages and we hadn't even got through the first time because he did this, he did this, Mm. he did this, he did this. You know, Mark's like, do, 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 do. Um, Book of John, um, I've, I've listed this miracle as the eighth main miracle in the, 
in the whole book. Mm. And then, and they actually tailor off. This might be even more close to one of the last ones. I think there's like 12. Yeah, and that's, it. and that's if I took half miracles, like yeah. you know, Jesus giving a word of knowledge to the woman on the, you know, mm. the well. You know. I, I, if I just scraped together every little miracle that I could, there's mm. hardly any, because he picks miracles that were very significant. In fact, mm. not calling them miracles, calls them signs. Mm. They were something that pointed to something. So, so this is sort of a sign miracle. It's, it, it, you know, we say, he's, yeah, he healed a lot of people in blindness, but this mm. one was... They had to represent more than just a miracle. Yeah, right? you got to look. You, you, it's representing stuff. He saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples said, "Oh, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be <laughs> born blind?" You know that. Um, yeah, and we won't get into that. You know, <laughs> everything's got to be sin. Jesus answered, "It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was in order that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of Him who sent me. As long as it is day, night is coming when no man can work." While I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground, he made clay of the spill, and he applied clay to his mm. eyes. Um, why didn't he just speak to him? You know, spoke mm. to the man with the hand. Why didn't he just lay hands on him? Why? Mm. He just chose. As far as I know, this is the only one of this type. Clay on his eyes. Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which translated is being sent. And so he went away and washed, and he came back seeing. Mm. Mm. Now, it's interesting. Um, why did he do that? Well, it was a miracle that required him to go and wash. Mm. <laughs> why not just get him healed? Mm, yeah. What The benefit of then is I, Jesus can talk to him. This guy doesn't know what Jesus looks like. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> He's been blind from birth. <laughs> mm. This guy comes up to you, washes you. Uh, you know, put stuff on on your eyes. Mm. Doesn't stop you from seeing. Yeah, puts all this monk mm. on you. Says, now go and wash. So you got to go mm. there, find your way, yeah. get someone to help you. Wash. I can see. All right. Um, well, the neighbors, therefore, and those who were previously saw him as a beggar, were saying, "Isn't this the guy who used to sit and beg?" Others were saying, "Ah, uh, it is." But others, no, it just looks like him because <laughs> he was blind. Mm. <laughs> Can't be him. Just the just his doppelganger. Um, and he said, no, it's me. Mm. It is me. And I was saying, oh, well, then were your eyes open? And he said, uh, the man who's called Jesus made clay, anointed my eyes and said, go to Siloam and wash. So I went away and washed and I received sight. And they said to him, well, where is Jesus? He said, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and they brought, it, they brought to the Pharisees him who was formerly blind. Mm. And it was the Sabbath day on the day when Jesus oh. made the claim. Um, John often, mm. I sort of feel like, brings key information late in the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it says this time. Oh, it was the Sabbath. Mm. Probably could have mentioned that earlier, but I just... That changes how all this looks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's like often, it just reading through the book of John, the number of times mm. he says something... You've forgotten to tell us that, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell you now. Okay. This yeah. Is sort of significant. It was the Sabbath. Um, I love it. This makes mm. John's writing very, very relatable. We've got, we got to remember that they were just people as well. Because <laughs> yeah. you remember it was like, um, we talked about, oh, oh, and Jesus hadn't been baptized. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that earlier. That's John, you know. Again, therefore, the Pharisees who were also asking him how he received his sight, he said, well, he applied clay to my eyes and I washed and I see. Therefore, some of the Pharisees were saying, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. Mm, mm. But others were saying, well, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? Mm. Not miracles, signs. Signs, yeah. And there was a division among them. 
They said, therefore, to the blind man, What do you say about him since he's opened your eyes? And he said, He's a prophet. The Jews, therefore, did not believe it. <laughs> of him, that, he had, that he had been blind and received sight until they called the parents of the very one who had received his sight and questioned them, saying, Is this your son whom you say was born blind? You say was born blind. <laughs> what sort of question is that? Then how does he now see his parents and say, uh, we know that he's our son. We know that he's born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know. They are choosing ignorance, all right? <laughs> I don't know. When you were brought before the Pharisees, you, were, yeah. you cover your tracks. Yeah, exactly. Ask him. He's of age. He's on a, He'll speak for himself. Under the bus. <laughs> His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews Again, were... John, probably could have put that information yeah. in earlier. You know, well, a, they know they're going to be thrown out of the synagogue. That's why they said all the things I've just told you. <laughs> exactly. It's back to front when you. We would tell this stuff. How first. we're seeing it is how you've seen it. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess him to be Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, "He's up, age John." Yeah. <laughs> That's why they said that. All right. I just I thought I'd better explain it. Mm. Now we can go back to our story. So a second time they called the man of being born blind. He said, "Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner." Jesus. Like, we already worked out who he is. Now, mm. tell us what you think. He therefore answered, whether he's a sinner, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind. Now I see. Now I see. They said, therefore, to him, what did he do to you? How did you open your eyes? So well, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You do not want to become his disciples too, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they reviled and said, no, we, we're disciples of Moses. We have so, I'm so much more spiritual. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for mm. this man, we do not know where he's from. Later on, Jesus, you know, well, Jesus, maybe even earlier, sort of said, you know, Moses was actually talking about me. Mm. You don't try. Um, the man answered, said to them, well, here is an amazing thing that you do not know where he's from, yet he opened my eyes. <laughs> well, we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone who's God-fearing and does his will, he hears them. So he's like, I'm a bit confused. Mm. Since the beginning of time, it's never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered and said, you were born entirely in sins. And are you, you know, you're blind. You're obviously a sinner, right? You, you, you know, that, that, see the, the connection? Yeah. They don't have much time for him because he was born as a blind man. So they think he must have been yeah. in sin. Mm. And it's like, he's just, mm. just so beneath them. And now he's spouting this rubbish. Um, he said, um, so they put him out. Verse 35. Jesus heard that they had put him out. Mm. Finding him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? And he answered, he said, who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Mm. Yeah, he hasn't never seen Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Jesus said, you both seen him and he's the one talking to you, <laughs> with you. Mm. <laughs> and he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. Um, amazing story. On the Sabbath. Mm. Mm. Jesus could have done it a number of ways, but he's being led by the Spirit. Yeah, I don't know how much choice he had in how he, you know, how much how much latitude he had to to do things. The way that is he does it is to make clay, mm. spit and clay, and make clay and then apply it to his eyes. He is doing something which is anti-Sabbath. Mm. So yeah. he is elevating that miracle to become a problem. Mm. Aware. Of the hornet's nest, yeah, that he's going to stir with it. Mm. Um, it would, just think about it. every time you pray for someone, what it would be like mm. to have people watching pen and paper, mm. not to record the miracle, no. to work if you did it slightly wrong. Mm. 
So if you did something that broke some regulation, mm. or did, yeah. that, you know, mm. it was, un, un, no, that shouldn't happen. You're going to post on the internet, we are going to brand mm. you. Now, there are some preachers, that's what they live under. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They have websites devoted against them who mm. are just scrolling through stuff, trying to find something they can cut and paste that will make them look bad. And the sad part is some a lot sermon of from twenty years ago that they cut mm. a little portion out and say this guy preaches heresy. And the sad part is a lot of it comes from Christians. Yeah, well, so called Christians. So called Christians. But like you see, like um, like on YouTube, like you type in any major church's name, and half the results will be their videos, and half the results will be all these videos of you know people like four four reasons. Church X is yeah. heresy, or four reasons why this pastor is this and stuff. Like it's like yeah. it's coming from people who, like the Pharisees, were claiming to be. Yeah. Um, what do we do? Mm. Because as we get more elevated and God gives us mm. more opportunities, it's not just going to be people who love mm. us. Mm. It's going to be people who find that the, mm. the message of God, the way that we do things for God. Mm. You can How can anyone be offended by a miracle? Well, they can okay. be. Yeah. All right. How can anyone, you know, sort of turn it around? And, you know, sort of sometimes even the people you do miracles for don't try and protect you. They throw yeah. you under the bus. Mm. Um, you know, did he really need to tell them that they, you know, he said he did it on a Sabbath. Did he really need to say that he made clay and smeared mm. on his head? He just said, he could have just said, he, he just, he just got me healed. Yeah. All right. But no, he's thrown him under the bus by saying mm. he did work on the Sabbath. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And therefore, they're going to, you know, knowing that the Pharisees are looking for that, mm. he's given them he's given mm. them material. So the people you help sometimes either unwittingly or, you know, f foolishly or maliciously mm. yeah. will actually throw you under the bus or try mm. and attack you or, or do, put it in a light that actually makes you look bad. And he's like, that's not what I said. That's not what I did. And mm. you know it. Mm. And, and you got healed. Why would you do that? Mm. You know, it's a, you know, I'm just saying the reality is what Jesus had to... This is what Jesus lived his life with that scrutiny and with people you know, working. How does that affect us? Well, let's just realize that to expect us to walk in an atmosphere that is free from any of these mm. pressures is, unre is unreasonable. Yeah. All right? We are not going to be able to minister and be like Jesus without some bookends mm -hmm. and without some yeah. pressures that are around that we've got to lock in. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm not going to come from heaven. <laughs> that ship has sailed. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't in heaven. I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the, you know, the, mm. the, the, the quadrantry. Um, it was, you know, just, I'm, I'm, I, I came. But what can I do? Mm. I can have the same attitude mm. that yeah. was in Jesus that I bring to everything I am doing, mm. that every part of my atmosphere is um, infused with the fact I am trying to see how I can help you and do, mm. do a bit. How can I improve your life? Mm. How can I work for your you know, benefit? Yeah. Mm. How can I see God come into your life? Because that's what, um, if you go back to Philippians chapter someone, 2. Someone could have just soundbited that from the, for glory. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. For benefit. Do nothing from selfish or empty conceit, but with humility of mind. Mm. That's what Jay, what you were talking mm. about, you know, in your sermon, the thinking, putting your thoughts under the subjection of God's thoughts. Mm. That's good. Your humility, let each one of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not, and I love this one. The, the 
the, the new American puts in the word merely just to try and soften it, but it's not there. If you see it in italics, that, that means that they've added it to try and give the nuance of it. But you, know, you can read you can read without that. Mm. Do not look out for your own personal interests, <laughs> but also for the interests of others. Have this attitude in you, which is also in Christ. Yeah. Let that infuse your life. You didn't come from heaven, but you have you have chosen to embrace the same concept. Mm. You have put aside the pursuit of mm. keeping you up. Mm. Mm. The pursuit yeah. of making you look good. Yeah. The mm. pursuit of you getting ahead in life, you're pursuing God. He will raise you up. I'm mm. not, I am not preaching, oh, God wants us poor and broken mm. and terrible. No, he says if we do it this way, he will exalt us. Mm. And we can believe. And we. That, it doesn't mean that we can't pray for ourselves or things that we believe. We know. Jesus said as, as the, um, the core scripture, he said, teach us to pray. He said, start our Father. He said, give us this day our daily bread. In other words, ask for the things you need mm. every day. Mm. So I'm not saying you put all that aside. Just don't, don't lock into this scripture and, and forget all the other scriptures. Mm. Yeah. But have an infusion working through you, the same as with Jesus, mm. that you're not here to lift yourself up. You're actually trying to work for others. Mm. And a sense where you have this trust that God will ultimately raise you. Mm. Okay, I'm not going to the cross because Jesus did that. <laughs> I'm not going to die. But it says take up your cross mm. daily. Yeah. So we must embrace that mm. style that says, put myself aside. You know, the, the same reason why Jesus went to the cross, we need to also mm. have that attitude. Okay, not for my sins, not as punishment, not because I'm a bad person mm. and I'm going through some sort of penance, but simply because he lived trusting God and that he would be brought through. Mm. That infuses all I do. So when I'm ministering to someone, I'm bringing that in on both sides. Into it. Mm. I'm also aware that the, there's going to be pressures around me. The more I do things for God, mm. the more scrutiny. Mm. I am not to be, to run from that and try and just constantly mm. only do things. If I only heal people if everybody loves me. Mm. <laughs> just be aware. The more you, Jesus said, mm. if they hated me, they're going to hate you. Yeah. Mm. Because... You know, you, you, you follow me. They go. You know, you can't, you can't, mm. you can't get it your own way. Mm. Um, so you've got to say, okay, I'm not. My aim is not to do something that makes everyone happy. Mm. And that, even with healing and things like that, I'm doing it God's way. Yeah. I'm doing miracles that God will cause blessing. And mm. sometimes, sometimes people get healed. They say they shouldn't have got healed. They're mm. a very bad person. I've seen they that. I've heard that. that. They didn't deserve that. Yeah, I'm not so sure, you know, I'm not so sure that that person should actually have the benefit of that healing. And it's good uh, people saying that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's that, that person's terrible. Yeah. You know, and um, why would you pray for them? Why would you do that? You know, well, do you remember, John said that he said the first sign, the first demonstration of the glory of God and that he, that Jesus did was what? Do you remember in the book of John? There was one, he said that was the beginning of his miracles and the demonstration of the glory of God. We discussed it last week. Yeah. Uh, it was not in Jerusalem no. at that time. He went back up. The wedding? The wedding. The wedding. And the, the wedding, the wine. Turning, the wa turning water mm. into wine. Um, if you, if at you Cana. had... That's at Cana. <laughs> yeah, the wedding at Cana. If you had asked me, I would say mm. that's an unwise miracle. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> Fraught with danger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not very wise, Jesus. Mm. The first miracle? 
he did was not something which made people closer to God, mm. not made people eyes be open, didn't mm. reverse the work of the curse. Yeah. None of that. Mm. He made at the at the um the prompting of his mother. Mm. It was a very natural thing. Yeah. It wasn't mm. <laughs> I've been in prayer for seven days, <laughs> the Holy Spirit showed me to come down mm. and heal this leper. Mm. I could have handled that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm just at a wedding. Just do whatever he says. Uh, the mum says to this, he says, Mum, it's not the right time. <laughs> mum. <laughs> she, she says, just do whatever he says. Mm. And he says, okay, go take that water and take the cup. It's turned into the best wine. Mm. And he said, the beginning of miracles, the beginning of signs. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'm like, I wouldn't have done it that way. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Trying to be honest. I wouldn't have done it that way. Um, I would hate the scrutiny I'd get for it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'd hate how that looks. I'd hate how people interpret it. I'd be, I'd be going over in my mind, like say, say this sentence five times before I say it out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone's w- w- waiting to, you know, yeah. take that another way. Um, Jesus was aware, mm. but Jesus did not let the pressure of man mm. rule him. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. He did not let the fear mm. of man rule him. Mm. He was aware. He needed the Holy Spirit's wisdom at the time. They brought a woman to him who was caught in the very midst of mm. adultery. And he says, um, now he who was without sin cast the first mm. stone. Like just, wow. wow. How does he get out of that situation and mm. you know, uphold the law but fulfill the law and its grace and all the you know, amazing things. Mm. Um, so we, we need wisdom. Mm. Don't just be ignorant. But it says he, he hid. When they went to get the stones to, yeah. um, that was it. Which one was it? When yeah, they, the one we were. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah the first miracle when he said, when he only spoke and yeah. said, then he like he wanted to hit himself. It was like the, there was times that Jesus like he, he showed wisdom. He wasn't. Yeah. Well, what they're going to throw off a cliff and yeah. Yeah, he just walked on. Can, can I say when his parents were told by angels, go and take him to Egypt, get out of here. Mm. Yeah, you know they could have said, oh, he's the son of God, we can't be touched. Yeah. It was like get out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> go. Your protection is in your obedience. Yeah, to him. yeah, that's yeah, good. That's you know, <laughs> not going to come to our house because I've got Jesus here. No, they said the angel said your protection is actually not to be here when they come. Mm. Okay, um, so you know, I'm not saying just be belligerent, but be, we but we are led by the Spirit, but we are not fearful of man. We are not, you know, we we mm. we recognize that there will be an undercurrent. This is what's around, but mm. we can still do and minister. And be who God has called us That's to be. Good. Be like Jesus. That's good. So everything we do mm. is in, I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it in the attitude of Jesus. Mm. I'm doing it with the same trust and love. And I'm taking up my cross. Mm. Yeah. I'm being obedient all the way. Um, I am not under the fear of man. Mm. I, you know, I'm not. I, I, I purposely, and we'll finish with this scripture. Mm. Um, book of Mark. Um, Mark chapter 4 verse 19 the other ones are the ones of whom the seed was sown among the thorns these are the ones who have heard the word and the worries of the world the deceitfulness of riches the desire for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful Mm. Key to me is that word enter in. Mm. These things are around. 
for you must have it. They mm. must be not in your heart. Kept at mm. bay. Kept at bay. The fear of what man would say, the the promise of riches, you know, because mm. miracles can have positive effect. Yeah. The wrong type. Totally. Um, uh, there's a... Um, when Jesus fed the multitude, I said it was the last scripture, it's the last concept. Um, when Jesus fed the multitude, mm. yeah, I got out of that. Um, that was the first of the last scriptures. Yes. Yeah, the first of the last. Um, it was the last of the first scriptures. <laughs> anyway. So maybe it won't be the last script, or maybe we won't. What one is that? I can we can, we can switch uh, up. So, so when, when, so Jesus' feet fed the multitude in the book of John. Mm-hmm. John 6. Oh, it's a lot earlier than I was expecting. John 6. Okay, John, John 6, verse 15. We won't read the whole thing, because we were mm-hmm. just really sort of... Okay, when the people saw the sign which he had performed, which is the, the loaves and, and fishes multiplied to feed them, said, this is of the truth, the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus, therefore, perceiving they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king, <laughs> withdrew again I'm to the by himself. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 miracles had a great effect. Yeah, but they've they've taken it the wrong way. Yeah, mm. I've healed someone. They want to come and do something, and I'm like, yeah, I'll let them do that. I'll let them exalt me or give to me or do something for me. That is, God's like, what are you doing? Mm. Yeah, mm. why are you that, doing that? That's yeah, the, that's, that's good. That's, that's not the time. That's, that's not good. the place. Now Jesus is the king. Yeah, king mm. of all kings. But God mm. was going to raise him up. Yeah. Mm. God set him on the right hand. You know what I mean? Mm. That was not the time, nor the place, nor the means. Mm. But they took a positive miracle and were taking it in the wrong direction. Yeah. And he went and hit himself. Hit himself mm. to stop. Um, would you have the guts yeah. when you do a great miracle and it's going well and you recognize this is not the direction not a negative one, yeah, but a positive one. Mm. They want to take you in. They want to raise you up. They want to do this. Mm. You say, "I'm just going to get out of this. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be part of that." Mm. Um, they want. Mm. They want to put you up here. They want you to do this. They want to do. Um, but it's not. It's not the Cause right. Because that's when it's mm. attractive, you know. Yeah, and but it's it's Jesus. Well, I'm here to be the king. Nah, not this way. Not, not this way. Mm. All right. So even some positive things. Can be they can be trying to to attack you or get you off course yeah or move mm. you do you know what I mean mm. and um, I've you know I've heard you know Pastor Brother Jerry I think talks about the time that you know he was invited I think to go and be a pastor at a church he was going to that their wage was going to be way more than anything mm. he was doing in the ministry mm. they would copy all his tapes God's like well you can work for them or you can work for me mm. <laughs> that's good that's good <laughs> yeah. you know, Reinhard Bonnke. Um, had a woman who, you know, said, you know, very rich when he was in his early days, said, I will fund your thing so you won't have any problems. And he had a dream that he, you know, he went across a river and there was a hippopotamus came out and swallowed mm. him up. Mm. And he went to drive to that woman's house and he, cro- he was crossing that very same river. 
Mm. And God says, you get under that. It'll destroy your ministry. You have to not mm. do it. So not every positive response is yeah. one that we must mm. run with and embrace. You've got to be very guided and led by the mm. wisdom. We've got to be careful. We're not desperate. We're not mm. seeking those things. We're not pursuing those things. We are walking mm. in that. So that, that atmosphere helps us in that protection mm, from that. But, it, but we go back to um, the worries mm. of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, the desire for other things, enter in. Mm. All those things are out there, mm. but you've got to keep them. Yeah, because otherwise good. they will choke you. You won't lose your Christianity, but you'll become unfruitful. Yeah, yeah that's good. All right? These are people that are still believers. They're just not fruitful mm. because they've allowed these things that's so good. to be on the inside. Yeah. As opposed to Jesus had all this pressure, but the pressure was not on the inside. Mm. You're not allowed to hit the Pharisees, the disciples, Judas... Mm. The pressure, knowing what he was going to, you know, he can be just grumpy, like, "Don't you realize I'm going to the cross? Mm. Just leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's ministering to people. Yeah. He's helping people. He's showing love. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, the guy he's not, he's not betraying me. He's a crook. Check the books. Check the books. He's fiddling us. Mm. Um, all those things. He could have been under all that, he, mm. but no. I don't get the impression. That's why you read it. You don't see that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. Right? So that was pressure, but it was not internal. I want to yeah. have I want a sort of ministry like where people read later and find out what was going on, not where it's like it's so evident because I'm, <laughs> I'm grumpy so and I'm complaining <laughs> and I'm like I want to see people like oh wow and he was going through that as well. I no oh idea. wow and that was something I had no idea. Like I I want to have that sort of mentality when I do things, not yeah. Oh. Woe is me, and everyone's gonna know because I'm you know, kicking the sand as I walk, yeah. and I'm doing this and that. It's like that Jesus had every right to do that, but he just walked, yeah, totally pursuing the ministry, mm. pursuing the mission and stuff. That's so good. that's the lesson for today: mm. is uh, let's understand that. But hey, that mm. that's that's what we've got to be able to do and read the life mm. of Jesus and in in those awesome. lights, but with that those cross currents always mm. very like think. How did he handle that in the background? Yeah. Mm. And he just kept it. All right. So I um, believe that would be helpful to you today. That was helpful for me. That was so good. That was so good. I love that. Um, and we didn't even get to talk about the, what it was like to have his family. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe we can look, we can talk about that next time. Mm. Jay, this will really apply to yes. you. you know, Jay's my son. If anyone's really like, you know, Josh is my son in the Lord. Mm. But um, yeah. So uh, maybe, maybe, it, maybe, next week, maybe next week we can talk about Jesus and his family because mm. sometimes we have... Um, ideas about that mm. um, if you were joining us today as well and we do apologize there were some issues we had our network issues going on you know if you're joining us you jumped on halfway through you're wondering why we're not in studio B that's because we're having so many network issues that we couldn't even live stream from the church yeah. we got a message about got a message an hour before live stream started to say that You've all got... the network is down in our street where the church is so we moved everything over to uh, our house dad's house into his study we brought the mics over we've got mics duct tape we've got cables running everywhere we literally finished setting up at 8.59 like not even joking and we started the live stream Josh was praying we're we, were, we were trying to check in cables and do audio checks but because of that we are here but we did have some network issues if you weren't able to catch the whole thing we will be uploading it to YouTube directly after this service at um, Breakthrough Melbourne so you can go check it out there yeah. as well so yeah. if you are joining wondering what's happening that's why we're here if you were struggling with the internet, we have recorded the whole thing. It will be going up 
to you can YouTube. also go to the website there, breakthrough.org.au slash academy. Yes. All our um, messages mm. from this one and all the others are all listed there. They did, it's just it. links to the YouTube channel. Yeah. But you can go just there. It's all nicely packaged. And um, and you can go back. This is your first one. Mm. Um, you can go back. We've been teaching about Jesus for three mm. weeks now. Yeah. Um, you can go all the way back to when we started talking about the Bible and covenant and mm. healing and all the things that God has yeah, done over the last um, 12 there. months. So use that as a resource and enjoy. Awesome. Do you want do one of us pray to finish off? I'll pray. You pray, God. God, we just we glorify mm. you today. We thank you that you sent your son, the one, mm. the I am, the one who always existed. Mm. And we, we thank you, Jesus, for everything that you came um, to do on this earth, on the cross, to die on the cross for us. And we want to have that same um, example. We want to live like you. We want to follow you. We want to do it how you would have done it. But we and we give you glory for that. And we know that in due time, you will lift us up. Mm. But we just give you all the glory because it is rightfully all yours. We thank you for today. We look forward to next week. Mm. And um, and for the blessing that this is, in your name we pray. Amen. 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 We'll see, see you next time, family. Catch see us next, next week um, online. Also on Sundays, you can come in person. Yeah. Hear more. If you're interested in what Pastor Peter is speaking about Jesus here, on Sundays, he's doing another series, Why Jesus is So Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to give us, what's, do you know the title of this Sunday's one? He's awesome because of what he did or what he does. Because of what he did and what he does. If you want to hear more about that, be in the building or online Sunday at 10 a.m. But as for this, we'll see you guys next week. Adios. Bless you.